What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zach Shanky Podcast. I'm going for a walk right now in beautiful nature. Um, I'm not on the nature trail yet. I'm just on the road, but I'll get there. (laughs) So if you hear a car, it's because I'm not there yet. Anyway, what's up? How's everyone going? Doing? Um, I just finished uh, reading a book uh, called Unf Yourself by John Gary Bishop. John Gary Bishop... I've heard him on several interviews in the past, uh, specifically when this book came out, like he was going, he was doing his podcast rounds, you know, promoting the book. And, um, I liked some of the stuff he said, you know, it's funny. We have a, a master trader educator, um, in our university. His name is James Leon. And (laughs) I would love to get John Gary Bishop in the room with James Leon because they are so similar in their no BS approach. And so basically John Gary Bishop, he's, he basically bashes a lot of mindset crap, you know, and he's like, just do it. You know, like that's, that's his thing. Um, give me one second. I gotta get these. It's weird talking when you have headphones in, you know, let me get my headphones out real quick. Two seconds. Okay. Oh good. Now I can hear clearly. I, I never know what volume I'm talking at with headphones in. Anyway, uh, so good book. Uh, overall, I liked it. I didn't like the beginning, uh, to be honest. It seemed like a lot of the same stuff I've heard before, but he did get into some really cool stuff. And so he he has his own, uh, he doesn't call them affirmations. I forget what he calls them, but they're basically affirmations. I mean, that's what they are. Um, he has his own and they're, they're pretty cool. So I don't have them all memorized. Um, but there's a few that stand out to me and I thought I'd talk to you guys about those, those few. So one is, um, I am relentless and I thought this was really cool. Like the way he goes into it and what relentless, relentlessness means. It's a big deal. Like Thomas Edison, it took him a thousand tries to get the light bulb, right? It didn't take him a thousand failures. It took him a thousand steps and it's all perspective, Right, and that's that's the beautiful thing about it. That's, that's what I really like about it, anyway. Okay, I found the nature trail. Let's try it. Hopefully, it's not too wet. A lot of dew this morning. Fog and dew. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I am relentless. Can you imagine being Thomas Edison and saying, "I'm going to make this light because of energy." <laughs> and I imagine from a potato, right? Like that's not the, the case, but anyway, <laughs> it would be funny. So, and he does it and people are probably making fun of him. People are probably telling him he's nuts. He tries it, fail, tries it, fail, tries it, fail. A hundred, 102 tries in, people are laughing. They're like, dude, what are you doing? You know, 300 fails in and people are like, you're still doing that? You still haven't given up on that? Like, dude, how many times does it take? Right? 500. You're nuts. You're just straight up insane. 700. You see how big this is? Like, that's a lot of tries. That's a lot of tries. And he kept doing it. He kept doing it. He kept doing it until it worked. Right? How many of us have that kind of, that kind of relentlessness? I don't know. I don't know. I look at my own life. Am I that relentless in every area of my life? No, (laughs) not at all. 
Not at all. And so it's, it's just, it, it causes you to think, right? It causes you to imagine. Another really good example he had in there was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. I can't do it. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> anyway, so Arnold. <laughs> um, dude lives in Austria, right? <laughs> in a time that didn't have internet. They didn't have social media. They didn't have these things that create basically instant celebrities overnight. Um, they, they had... He had a dream. His dream was many, many things. He wanted, number one, he wanted to be a world-class bodybuilder. Number two, he wanted to be an A-list action star. Number three, he wanted to move to America. Are you kidding me? He was the, ta- he was the, the joke. What a joke. You might be able to be a good bodybuilder, but not from Austria. No one, no one knows who you are. And they'll never know who you are. <laughs> For the world stage. That's insane. Right? But he did it. And then later became governor of California. Like, what? I don't necessarily agree with everything Arnold believes in. But <laughs> but the point is, is uh, that's relentlessness. Every single day going to the gym every single day focusing hard on one specific muscle group every single day practicing his bodybuilding poses right like like step by step being completely relentless in his mission to accomplish his dream relentlessness i thought that was really cool so what are some areas that you can improve with your relentlessness I'll tell you what, those are just two simple examples. Thomas Edison and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But there are so many more. You could look at anyone successful that had relentlessness. Jeff Bezos has an incredible story of that. Incredible. Uh, Elon Musk, same thing. Incredible story there. Steve Jobs, same thing. Right? Like, all of these folks have this relentlessness. And so if you want what success, whatever success means to you, if you want it, you're going to have to be relentless. Um, and I, I just think right now, like we have a lot of students who are learning how to trade. Trading is so glorious, you guys. It's so great. I, I love it to death because you literally make money by pushing a button. By pushing a stinking button. And I'm, I'm really excited because we have a nice big account. And uh, we're going to be able to start withdrawing soon. I'm sitting down here for a sec. Oh, I've been walking forever this morning. Um, anyway, so we just we just had to figure out taxes and, and we didn't want to withdraw without getting that sorted first. And so we had to go through a bunch of stuff to figure out the best route possible. And we did. We figured it out. So next week, hopefully, we'll be able to make some withdrawals. Exciting. And so, um, and hopefully, I just need the CPA's approval. That's all. <laughs> Need the green light. We talked to them on the 25th, which will be probably beyond the time that you're listening to this. So, that, so that's good. It's good, good, good. Um, what was I saying? Relentlessness. So people that are trading, I can't tell you how many times people have a bad day in trading and then they disappear. <laughs> I don't hear from them again for a while. Sometimes it's a couple weeks. Sometimes it's a couple months. But then they come back and that's the power of relentlessness it's it's when they don't come back that they gave up 
They didn't have the relentlessness it takes to hit the goal. Okay? So relentlessness is definitely one of those things that I liked from the book. The other one was, I am willing. What a simple phrase that is very powerful, right? I am willing or I am unwilling, depending on your perspective. So if you're looking at things in a positive light, right? So you say, I want to be a millionaire. I am willing to do what it takes to be a millionaire. That means obsessing over a certain skill set, obsessing over a certain mindset, obsessing, being relentless in these areas, right? Like you're going to have to put in some time, which might mean a lack of sleep. It might mean time away from the family. It like, those are real scenarios that really happen if you want to become a millionaire. Um, and you have to be okay with that. Now I'll tell you this right now. I don't like spending time away from my family, but sometimes it has to happen because what I'm doing to become a millionaire is not just for money. It's my purpose. I'm helping other people build a legacy that lasts for generations. And in so doing, I'm building my own legacy for generations. Right? And, and, I, and I'm lucky enough to have a child that is 19 years old. Um, I seriously looked at, look at that as a, as a huge blessing because he's not obviously fully matured. <laughs> 19, you're, you're not mature at 19. <laughs> but, but you know what? He's matured enough to understand and get all the struggle that I've, I've personally gone through you know, to, to get to where I am today, which I'm not even close to where I want to be. Okay. And not out of greed, but out of purpose and impact. I want to make a dent, a massive dent. I want to make a hole in the world in a positive way. I know that was like a negative analogy for a positive statement anyway. Um, and so he gets it, you know, and he, and you know what he does? He talks to me about it. He goes, you know what, dad, you're a really good example of like the reasons to get into business and the reasons like to do what it takes, you know? And so the reason that that's a blessing to me is because he probably had it the worst out of all my kids. Right now I spend time with my kids just as much as anyone else with a career. You know, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> it's not like I'm spending more time in business than most people do in their job. That is not the case. So right now my kids are kind of spoiled when it comes to spending time with me. And then heaven forbid, I have one day I have to work later. You know, I have to, I have to do things and things have to get done. And so I have to stay at the office later and they they complain about it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you have no idea what it used to be like, you know, like it's, it's insane to me. But my point is, I promise you that if you have to sacrifice family time, not all family time, I'm not saying like never spend time with your family, but I am saying there are moments that you will have to sacrifice family time. And guess what? Your family will understand. At least your kids will when they get older. They will. They will understand and they will actually thank you for it. As long as you're doing it out of good intentions, as long as you talk to them about it, don't keep your business like a secret or what you do every day a secret. Talk to them about it. Be like, oh my gosh, I had to stay late today, but here's why, right? I had this guy and he needed help and, and I was able to help him and this is the impact that that made. Then they're like, oh my gosh, that's great, right? It's just, it's just putting things into perspective and being very honest with people. So are you willing to do what it takes to hit your goal, whatever that goal is. In this example, I used a millionaire, but it could be maybe your goal is to spend more time with family. Okay, great. <clears throat> Are you willing to give up Netflix, to give up video games, to give up whatever else is preventing you from having that family time? Are you willing 
to learn how to manage your time better at work so that you can leave earlier and spend more time with family. What are you willing to do? Are, I am willing is a huge statement. The reason I mentioned I am unwilling is, <clears throat> you know, I am unwilling to remain fat for the rest of my life, right? That's a statement of unwillingness that could work. I'm more of the positive side that motivates me. Um, some people though, they might use the negative, the pain point as, as a motivator. So I am willing. So I'm, res- I am, um, uh, relentless and I am willing. Um, the other one that really stood out to me, um, Oh, I guess there's two more. Sorry. There's two more guys. Uh, one of them was, um, you are what you do, not what you say you're going to do. I thought that was really powerful, right? You are what you do, not what you say you're going to do. Or not what you think you're going to do. Okay, both kind of work. <laughs> um, actions speak louder than words, right? I mean, people, they're, memor- they're remembered for the things that they, they do. And, and to quote Batman, it's what you do that defines you, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, what you do defines you. What you do that's that's who you are and the the power behind that especially when you compare that to thoughts how many of us have had bad thoughts right you've had the thought of punching somebody in the face (laughs) right you've had the thought of robbing a bank or maybe that's just me I don't know I've thought about it I'm not gonna lie (laughs) I think I could do it too uh (laughs) anyway we've all had those bad thoughts but we're not doing those things right and those bad thoughts, they, they are random, guys. You have no control over that. Release responsibility of that, of that control. Like you don't have control over thoughts that pop into your brain. It is literally spontaneous. If you do mindful meditation, you will realize this. You try to focus on your breath and all of a sudden random thoughts pop up. And you have to acknowledge it and you have to dismiss it and continue to focus on your breath. But it's interesting because the thoughts are so freaking random spontaneous. You have no control. None. So what you do have control over though, is what you do with that thought. Okay. So if I have the thought to rob a bank, (laughs) we'll go extreme here. I have the thought to rob a bank. I can either just dismiss it, move on with life and laugh at myself. Um, or I can entertain it right. And be like, Hmm, I could rob a bank. I could do it like this, 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 this. And that could get me excited. It could get me excited to the point of taking action and actually robbing a bank. So really, what you take with that thought, the thought can turn into an action. So you got to be careful what you do with the spontaneous thought. But the spontaneous thought will come into your brain. Okay? Um, So it's what you do. Who you are is what you do. Or what you do is who you are. Okay, that's... That's a good way to kind of define yourself a little bit. It's based on your actions. Okay, it has a lot less to do with your thoughts or your feelings or even what you say. It has everything to do with what you do. <clears throat> um, just keep that in mind. And I, I like that because there, I have bad thoughts, just like everybody, you know. Um, thoughts of punching people. Uh, that's, that's a big one. I have, I have some anger thoughts. And I dismiss it right away. I dismiss it and I say, no, you know what? That's not what I'm going to do. That's not going to solve anything. It might make me feel better, but it's not going to solve anything. Anyway, <laughs> so I thought that one was really cool. And then the the last one that I really, really liked 
was expect nothing except everything. Expect nothing except everything. The the thought process here is expectations are a huge reason for disappointment. Like, it's not the thing itself that is disappointing. It's the fact that your expectations were not met. There was, there was a huge gap between reality and your expectations. And this can happen in any area of life that you feel disappointed. You know? Um, let's say trading. Let's just use trading as a good example. So, um, you know, you're expecting to hit 4% a day every single day. And then a week and a half later, you have a loss of 5%. Oh, oh no, the world is ending right before my eyes. Hell is freezing over. I see the meteors falling from the sky. Yeah, okay, it's not, it's really not that big a deal. (laughs) It's a 5% loss after getting 4% a day, roughly, every day for a week and a half. Perspective, right? But the, the point here is that the reason is because your expectation was to hit a winning streak forever. That was your expectation. And, and what hurts is the fact that that expectation wasn't met. So some people say lower your expectations. But what this guy, John Gary Bishop, says, or maybe it's Gary John Bishop. I can't remember. Anyway, what he says is get rid of your expectations completely. Expect nothing except everything. And you look at that with, like, relationships, Right? What are your expectations from your partner versus reality? Now, I think that one in particular is a little bit personal for me because I'm going through divorce stuff. But that one in particular is, um, I think, pretty powerful, pretty, pretty amazing, actually, right? Because that's the biggest, the biggest reason is spouses don't hit the expectation um but what if you didn't expect anything and then you would accept everything and then you'd be actually really grateful for the things they do so for example um (laughs) all right i'll tell you a little example from my own my own relationship issues um for example if i decide to wash the dishes which i don't mind doing like legitimately guys i wash dishes a lot i'm okay with it so if i wash the dishes hooray right You would think that you'd have an attitude of gratitude from the spouse. In my case, though, my wife's expectations for dishes is like perfection. Like, I'm I'm telling you guys, extraordinary perfection. Extreme, like, no dishwasher is good enough. We cannot use a dishwasher in my house. Even though we had one, we can't use it. Why? It doesn't clean it enough. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So expectation. She has this insane expectation. What if she didn't expect anything? And then, ta-da, the dishes are done. She can be grateful. Like, oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting that. It's interesting how we can be grateful when we don't expect something, right? So if an attitude of gratitude creates positive thoughts, positive feelings, therefore positive actions that get real results, how do you get the attitude of gratitude? Don't expect anything. Now, this is different from not planning. He doesn't say don't plan. You should still have a plan, but you should also expect the plan to fail. (laughs) That's the only expectation to have. There will be problems with the plan, right? It's inevitable. 
anyway, um, <clears throat> expect nothing except everything was the last one that I really thought was impactful. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking in my own life, um, <clears throat> just thinking about like business stuff. I had a certain expectation this month. Um, it definitely was not hit, <laughs> not even close. I was really excited about it too, but it's okay. It's okay. What if I didn't expect anything? And lo and behold, if we got however many sales, even a small number, wow, that's great. You know, all of a sudden it's an attitude of gratitude instead of an attitude of why didn't we get 15 sales? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's pretty silly actually, if you think about it, um, that we, we kind of do that to ourselves, you know? Um, so anyway, expect nothing except everything. I just thought that was pretty cool. And I don't think that's probably applicable in every scenario in life, but I do think that that's a pretty cool concept uh, to think about. And imagine how much happier you are as a person expecting nothing. Um, I know for me, I would probably be happier um, because I have some pretty high expectations as well in certain areas of life. And I think uh, expecting nothing is, it, it's actually kind of relieving, right? It's actually kind of, whew, it kind of lifts a little weight off your shoulders. Anyway, guys, I hope this is helpful to you. Uh, again, the book that I, that I got that stuff from is called Unf Yourself by mm, John Gary Bishop or, Jerry, or Gary John Bishop. One of the two. I think it's John Gary Bishop. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. Like I said, at the beginning, I didn't like it. Um, but uh, at the end, it definitely it won me over. It won me over. He's got a cool Scottish accent, too, so enjoy that. And... Um, I'm moving on to my next book, and I'll probably share insights that I gained from that one as well. But thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next time.